morning, everyone. I'd like to begin today by first offering a word of profound gratitude for your prayers, your kindness, your patience. Uh, these past few weeks, it is good to be back, feeling much, much better. For the past uh, three years now, everyone, I've found it important to dedicate a weekend here in October to offer an annual parish update to all of you. In this season of partisan politics, you could consider this maybe a bit of a state of the parish address. Don't worry, you don't have to clap 85 times, you don't have to stand up, save it for the end, all right? So hold your applause till the very end. I don't want to be interrupted, just teasing. But during my homily this weekend at all the masses, I want to offer three quick updates. First, an update on our annual parish commitment card. Second, our annual financial report. Third, a brief update on our parish's God's Share Appeal Goal. Then finally, after communion today, I'll be sharing a letter with all of you from Bishop Kagan that he's asked every priest in the diocese to read at the parishes here in Bismarck this weekend regarding voting as Catholic citizens. So hold on to your seats for that. So first, our annual parish commitment card. This year, we've decided to not mail every household in the parish commitment card. Um, so you're not going to be getting that in your mailbox at home, but what we're encouraging you to do is to go online to our parish website, stmarysbismarck.org, to fill it out online. It's much easier for our staff and hopefully much easier for you. Um, for anyone who's wanting to fill out an actual physical card, we did print a couple hundred copies that we have available at the gathering space entrance. Uh, they look like this, so they look very similar to what they've looked like in the past, but we're not going to be sending them out unless you want to grab one here this morning or in the weeks to come. Um, for those of you who have been around here for a while, you know that by filling out this card, you sign up for the various services, uh, ministries, organizations that you might want to be involved in, or you might want to renew your commitment to, right? So if you've been a lector, we want you to keep on filling it out, saying, I want to keep being a lector. If you want to start being a lector, you can sign up um, through filling out this commitment card, all right? So please go to the website. Every household in the parish, we're asking to fill that out so we have updated information for you, but also knowing how and when, in what way you want to serve here at our parish. Second, our annual parish financial report. I know this is not the most exciting thing. I actually kind of enjoy it. Um, but I do want to mention many of you are so generous to our parish. And I always believe that it's an important responsibility of mine to show you how your funds are being used um, year by year, month by month, week by week. At the end of each pew, you will see a printed copy of our annual financial report. If you're an adult, uh, if you could take one of those, we have enough copies hopefully for every adult in each pew. I find it much easier to follow numbers when you have them in front of you. So hopefully you have one close by. In the copy you're holding right now, if I could ask you to take that with you when you leave today so we have fresh, clean copies for the 11 o'clock Mass. So you can take that home, little light Sunday afternoon reading at home, and you can crunch your, these numbers for yourself. I'm not going to get into the weeds and all these things, but I want to kind of offer a few highlights. First, to familiarize yourself with this report, on the left-hand side, you see four sections, right? Going down, you first see our income, and then expenses, parish loans, and parish stats. So we're going to start on the left-hand side at the very top with our income. You will see our income from this past fiscal year of 2019-2020 
in the very first column, right? That is our most recently completed fiscal year that ended on June 30th of this past year of 2020. For the sake of comparison, we provided the previous fiscal year numbers uh, at the column to the far right. So we're looking at the center column, fiscal year 2019-2020. A couple notes on our income. On the first line, you'll notice a line that says collections and other donations. Collections and other donations. This line, everyone, is our main source of income as a parish. This is your weekly giving, your monthly giving, your yearly giving, the loose change put in the collection basket, online giving, um, envelopes. That is our main source of income as a parish. Our collections this past year, you'll notice, were down. They were down a total of about $57,000 compared to the previous year. We're down about $57,000 compared to where we were the previous year. Now, you could spend some time analyzing that number and trying to figure out what exactly happened. I have a hunch that COVID had something to do with it, keeping in mind that from the middle of March to the middle of May, we were entirely shut down. We had no masses going on. And if our main source of income is the collection and you don't have people here, what's gonna happen? You're gonna see a huge dip in our revenue through our weekly and monthly giving. Also, for the last six months, from middle of March, really until now, look around for a second, we're running at about 50% mass attendance, right? Right now, this is 50% of what we usually have here at Mass. That's also gonna play an impact on our collections. I do wanna offer a special word of thanks to so many of you during this COVID time who have gone the extra mile to uh, send in your contribution. When we were shut down, it was amazing how many of you came, brought in your collection, mailed that, signed up online. So we did okay during our time of shutdown, but you're starting to see the impact here um, on this financial report. Since this new fiscal year began, July 1, so July, August, September, now into October, for those of you who closely follow the bulletin and see our weekly giving, you'll see that it's continued to be down quite a bit, all right? So um, I think it's just important for us to keep our eye on that and to keep uh, watching that and to keep considering how we can continue to try to be generous during this time of financial uncertainty for I know many of our families. Okay, that's all I want to mention on income. Next, if you could go down to our expense section. The very top two items is our payroll and our Light of Christ Catholic School subsidy. Those year by year are our biggest expense. Our payroll and benefits for our staff, but also our subsidy for our wonderful Catholic schools to keep those running as we um, envision and as we need. So those are the two big things. Um, I'm gonna bring you to the very bottom of that section for expenses on our total. I do wanna point out that you'll see our total expenses, catch this, our total expenses this past year decreased by nearly $240,000. That's a quarter million dollars we were able to save by not running the heat quite as much, that kind of stuff. I'm serious, a quarter million dollars we saved by cutting expenses. I trust for those of you who run your own business or your own family finances, it's always good to cut expenses, right? At the same time, continue to offer the services we need to offer here at this parish. So I'm really proud that our staff was able to do that, and I want us to be able to see that we're trying to be good fiscal stewards in the money that is entrusted to our care. Next, 
I want to draw your attention to the third section entitled Parish Loans, Parish Loans. You will see a line that is labeled Expansion Fund Loan with a total of $450,000. This is our still outstanding loan from the 2012 Pizza Hut property purchase as well as the dry cleaner that we bought on Broadway in 9th. We took a loan for that back in 2012. We're paying that off month by month through general operating expenses. So if you look to what we were at last year, we're at about 482,000. This past year alone, we paid off $32,000 of our debt. You're gonna see that go down year by year for the next 10 years, maybe sooner, you never know. But please know that our parish debt is being paid monthly and you'll be able to see that go down on this annual report year by year. And so that's very important to me and to our staff. Next, you'll see some parish statistics on the very bottom section. Let me just highlight a couple of these. We gained this past year at this parish 57 new households. 57 new households, families, single people, couples joined this parish this past year alone. Uh, you'll also notice at the top there that our baptisms were down. We had about 46 baptisms, 45 this past year, 61 the year before. Um, keep in mind during COVID, nobody was having kids baptized. Very few baptisms during March, April, May, June. They start picking up again in July. So don't be too worried by baptisms being down. Uh, people are still having their kids baptized. They just waited for the fall, all right? Good, let's now move uh, to the upper right-hand box of this report, where you'll see our parish office and adoration chapel expenses. Everything that is listed here was paid entirely through our capital campaign. So for those of you who made a gift to our campaign, all those funds, all those pledges, all those gifts were used for what we did across the street to move our offices and to make a Eucharistic Adoration Chapel. The total amount of this project is listed there at the bottom where it says total, and it was 695424 So just over $695,000 to do what we did over there. Now, if you remember, when we kicked off this campaign last year, we were budgeting or estimating about 635,000. So this is up a bit than what we expected. Um, for anyone who lives in this world, once you get into something, it always costs a little bit more than you expected, what, whether you're renovating your bathroom or your home or your business. It's just the way it goes. Um, but I'm still happy that we stayed under $700,000 over there. And that's the total amount. Want to be totally transparent as to what it costed over there. Now, <laughs> staying in that same section, down in the gray shaded area, you'll see two numbers, you'll see two amounts. First, the total amount pledged, which is just over 937,000. That's how much money has been pledged to that campaign. So it covers the entire cost, which is a good thing. But then the number underneath it is the total amount received, $584,232. So that is money, actual physical cash, that has been given towards this project. Now I want us to pause for a moment and to remember, we kicked this thing off 13 months ago. That means in the last 13 months, you the parishioners of St. Mary's have given nearly $600,000 in cash to do and to allow what we did over there. That is incredible if you think about it. So thank you for everyone who's given to this campaign. I trust you can see the fruits 
of what we've done. That being said, um, if any of you are in a position to pay off your pledge sooner than you indicated, so maybe you made a three-year pledge, a five-year pledge, you're saying, you know what, Father, um, we can definitely pay this off in the next two months, six months, year, rather than waiting five years. If you're in a position you can do that, that'd be really great because we did slightly outspend what we currently have on hand. There's a few ways we address that, but it'd be much more helpful if any of you are in a position to pay off that pledge sooner than maybe you indicated or you thought you can call the parish offices with any more questions. And then one note on the Adoration Chapel. The altar just arrived two days ago, it came in from Nebraska. We took it off the truck. Well, someone took it off the truck. I pointed where it goes. Uh, but the altar is here, it's set, and we'll be making some announcements in the coming weeks on how to sign up for adoration. We hope to kick that off here in Advent with the first Sunday of Advent, the beginning of December. So we're gonna be spending the month of November trying to get people to sign up for adoration. More information to come in the coming weeks. I didn't wanna overwhelm us this morning. All right, bottom section, bottom right-hand corner, St. Mary's Cemetery. As you hopefully know, we as a parish own the cemetery, right? It's not owned by anyone else but us. Uh, it's the only Catholic cemetery in Bismarck, Mandan, and we as St. Mary's Parish own it. Now, keeping that in mind, I wanna be very clear, we keep the finances for the parish and the cemetery totally separate, right? The cemetery runs on its own, is viable, sustainable on its own. There's no commingling of funds between parish funds and cemetery funds, but we do own the cemetery. We have our own checking account, we have our own budget, we have our own financial reports. In fact, the Finance Council, we review the cemetery um, finances totally separate. That's the first thing I wanna say. Next is you'll notice the income of the cemetery. It's a pretty straightforward income. We have two, three main sources of income. We sell our cemetery lots, right? We sell burial lots. Next, we have interment fees, so when a loved one dies, there's a fee for having the grave then dug. And then finally, we get a lot of donations uh, throughout Bismarck, mainly through the Memorial Day Appeal. Um, that is a nice source of income for the cemetery as well. So three main sources of income for the cemetery. Underneath that, you'll see expenses. Um, three main uh, expenses we have. First, payroll. Second, general administration. And then third, grounds maintenance, keeping the cemetery nice and beautiful. Uh, you'll notice that the income and the expense for the cemetery is very comparable, right? Uh, the cemetery made $4,000 last year. The cemetery is a nonprofit. We're a nonprofit, in fact. We're not in the business of making money. The cemetery is a service, it's a sacred place to bury our loved ones and to go and visit. So we try our best to run a break even budget for the cemetery, but you'll see those numbers there um, labeled as you see them. All right. Um, I never thought. Right, everyone? I never thought I'd have to stand up here and explain cemetery financials to a church full of people. But then again, life happens, and sometimes you have to explain cemetery financials. So this is much more fun than you think, all right? It's a lot of fun. Finally, a brief word on our parish's God's share appeal. Our parish goal this year, I hope you know the number by now, our parish goal is 153,000. We're at about 49% which is $74,000, and we're halfway there. Uh, keep in mind, get this, 1,300 families here. 1,300 families, 260 families have given to God's share, and we're at 
Think how easy it would be to make it if we just got 50% of this parish uh, giving to God's share. So uh, keep that in mind. We want to make our goal. We haven't made our God's share goal for decades. It's time that we make that goal, and I'm fully committed to try our best to do that. Let me end with a true story. When I was chaplain at St. Mary's Central High School, I taught junior and senior religion. And one Friday afternoon, I'll never forget, it was seventh period, the end of the day, the bell rang, class was over. A young lady, junior in high school, 17 years old, comes up and she hands me a check. Now, as a high school chaplain, I wasn't used to seeing checks. I couldn't help myself, and I rudely happened to look at the check, and I looked at the amount. Right, that's kind of rude. But anyway, it said $14.28. And it was written out to the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit where I was the priest at the time. And I said, well, what do I do with this? And she said, well, it's for the church. I said, okay, but what's it for? I mean, I need to know where this money goes. And she said, well, I'm going to be gone this week, and my family is traveling to Fargo. We're going to Mass there, so we're going to miss Mass here at the Cathedral. So this is my weekly giving. I said, oh, really? $14.28? I mean, what, what's with the 28 cents? And she looked at me like I was from Mars. She said, well, that's 5%. I said, 5% of what? Now, I knew where she was going with this, but let me explain. I played along. She said, well, I babysit. And last week, I made $285.60 babysitting. Two eighty-five sixty, and five percent of that is fourteen dollars and twenty-eight cents. And I give that every week. I said, "Incredible," and she said, "Doesn't everyone do that?" I said, "No," and she said, "What do you mean?" I thought we tithe. I said, "That's the goal," but trust me, it doesn't happen like that. I don't know if you're aware, but tithing is an old English word that means tenth. It literally means one-tenth. So the practice of tithing goes back to ancient Israel. So for anyone who tithes, it means they try to give 10% of their income, right? That's the idea between, behind tithing. It means one-tenth. And I said to her, I said, where did you learn all this? And she said, my parents. I said, well, what do you mean? She said, Father, my parents have taught me from a very young age and my siblings that everything we have from God is a gift. My life, my faith, my school, my family, my ability to work, my ability to have a job, even my income. And from my understanding, tithing means you give your first 10%. I couldn't believe it. 17 years old. And I said, well, 5%, what, where does the other 5% go? She said, well, 4% to my charity of choice and 1% to God's share. I learned a lot from that 17-year-old girl because it was a reminder to me of trying to make sure that I'm giving my first fruits to God, not my leftovers, right? How tempting it is to want to give God our leftovers. First fruits. I don't think this has ever been said before in this church, but I want to say it. If we all did that, everyone, 
we would have no capital campaigns. If we did that, we would have no debt. If we had that, we would have no annoying priests talking about money. If we actually gave 10% of our first fruits to God, he would bless us beyond measure. How about we become a parish like that?